Hello and welcome to therapy. So I have taken off a few days, much deserved, and I'm enjoying not waking up first thing in the morning. That is for sure. Um, I wanted to talk about this, though, as far as getting the right amount of sleep. I have done a wonderful job building habits. Now, they're not perfect, but I have gotten into a habit of being in bed usually by around 1030 at night. And um, I'll usually get up around quarter to five. 530 would be the absolute latest. And I've kept to that. And thinking about it just makes me smile because that used to be such a challenge. And now it's something I do automatically. Now, with that being said, I noticed some slight changes over the last week or two where I was still doing it automatically. That didn't change. But I was waking up very, very tired. And I was going through the whole day tired, which is a chain reaction because then I'm looking to have some coffee or um, get energy in other ways. So it's a vicious cycle. Then you need more coffee to stay stay awake. And then you t- get too much coffee and can't fall asleep the, at, at night. So it's a vicious circle. So um, I've made a conscious decision to drink, purposely drink more water over these last few days and break my my habit with that. One thing about coffee or um, caffeine in general, which I'm so lucky to say, and not, well, yeah, just I'll I'll say this just about caffeine. One thing I'm I'm lucky to say is I don't have I was going to say I don't have an addiction, but usually when you say that you probably do, but I don't. I can stop and start when I want to. So aside from feeling really groggy, you know, after afterwards, I've I can go days upon days without having coffee um or 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 caffeine just in general so as far as sleep is concerned that is the one uh thing that always stands out to me as far as depression and anxiety are concerned they are literally literally night and day no pun intended with depression, you can't, I I should say I, I, because everyone's different. I can't get enough sleep. On the worst days, I can think of days where, um, and I, I'm proud to say it hasn't been in a long time, but I can think of days where I didn't get out of bed at all, other than to use the bathroom. And so with with depression, and, and it, in my case, I'm actually sleeping. I'm not just lying in bed. 
I'm actually sleeping that whole time or at least resting that whole time. And there were a there were a lot of reasons why that was the case. Part of it was not wanting not wanting to face the world. I often felt like uh, I often felt like my existence was not um of any value. It didn't matter, so I might as well just stay hidden away, you know. Um another part of it was from a depression standpoint and sleeping a lot. Another part of it was just economical. I had put myself in a very bad position where I likely had nothing else to do other than to sleep, whether that be not enough money to, or or just enough money to go back and forth to work and not enough money to go out, whether it be, um, I mean, this was splitting hairs, but it, it, it was a, a reality. I would be mindful of how much electricity I was using or didn't turn on the AC, um, whether it was, um, ordering food or not ordering food. And so, you know, sleep it off if I was hungry. There's a, there was a lot of reasons, um, for, from a work perspective, I, and it's, it makes me stop thinking of this all as the past and not my current existence. That's what, that's what kind of keeps me going. But I think about, about work at that time and where I worked, we got surveys from customers and I, there were times where I wouldn't go to work because I was afraid of getting a bad survey and dropping my score. So let's just say, let's say, you know, we were graded every month and it was the 26th of the month. And for the most part, you know, I had been doing pretty well for the month with my surveys. There would be times where I would be so nervous about messing up my score that I would not go to work. And I think back to that of how crazy that sounds, but that's literally what my mindset was that going to work would only make it worse. I would be at work and someone would, you know, I'd get an angry customer and then everything I would do for the whole week, everything I did for the whole month would go down the drain. So I shouldn't go to work. And so I didn't. All because I was uh, fearful of bringing down my score. And so you put all of those together and it is the recipe for disaster. And I often would stay home. Um, mo- most of the time, the reason I was able to sleep so well was because I spent so much time crying. And crying would make me tired and, and I would fall asleep even faster. Um that was depression's impact on my on my sleep. I can't say I've had some rough days. This it's not things are in no way, shape, or form perfect. But I can't say I have 
felt any of those feelings. I still deal with those issues. I still deal with issues at work. I still, um, I, I still have, um, insecurities, financial insecurities. I still have those things, but I, now I don't deal with it by sleeping it off. If that makes any sense. I don't use sleeping as, um, a way to, um, as, as a way out or as a, or as a distraction. That's the difference between now and then. Um, I would, I, I would never think now that me not going to work and sleeping is better than going to work and making a bad decision. That's the one thing I don't, I don't have that mindset of everything I just said. So the other side of the coin is the anxiety. And for me, the anxiety is the total opposite. So depression would make me want to sleep, would make me want to stay in bed and, and, um, you know, rest off and sleep away my life. Anxiety would keep me up, keep me worried, keep me, um, stressed. So in, in the example of work as, as just an example, if I was depressed, I would sleep and think about other things and, you know, rhetorical situations and something that had nothing to do with work. You know, I would watch a YouTube video about, you know, life in, in a desert, but it wouldn't be about work. Anxiety, I would only think about the issue at hand and think about it constantly to the point where I couldn't sleep, to the point where I would get worked up and and cry or um it was a total polar opposite of of feelings where it was I can't sleep I have to think this over I can't sleep I have to w- w- worry about you know am I going to get fired you know I just missed 5 days in a row and I didn't call in and what's going to happen and so anxiety pulled on the fears um some very valid fears and some not. I remember, um, I remember at the time I had a, I had a vehicle that had a a car payment on it and the payment had been passed due. And instead of doing, instead of doing the logical thing, which would be to call let them know that you, when I expected to make a payment. Instead, I worried and panicked and worried about what would happen uh, to my car and if I should go park it somewhere else and if, um, you know, uh, what what were my options of getting back and forth to work and how much would an Uber cost if I use... So I went through all these scenarios about what would happen instead of, and this is what anxiety does. It makes you, um, it makes you 
panic and worry and fret about the things that you can't change and distract you from the things that you can change. And that's exactly what it was. Instead of let me call and address it. And when I finally did, it wasn't even an issue. But instead of doing that first, it's, oh, let me fret about what could happen. What might happen? Do they, I don't know, do they arrest you if you don't make your payment? Or, um, do you know, do they, um, what ha- you know, just all these random scenarios that a simple phone call would have averted. And anxiety has its way of doing that. Um, I've said in previous episodes that anxiety, the one, the, the biggest difference for me between anxiety and depression is anxiety is helpful when, when utilized the right way. For me, depression is never ever useful, ever. It has never done anything positive for me to be depressed, ever. Anxiety has, because I can work um, just depending on, just depending on the level of it, of course, but I can work with anxiety. Anxiety makes me do stuff, um, but it has to be funneled. It has to be it has to be funneled in the right way so that it's not out of control. Anxiety will make me go, oh my God, you know, um, I'm, I don't know, I'm going to be late to work. So that would prompt me to get up and get dressed faster and get to work faster. That would never happen with depression. Depression would never get me moving. Depression doesn't make me take action in any way. The problem with anxiety is when it goes uncontrolled, when it's, when it becomes overwhelming, when it becomes too much, then it's equally as crippling as depression. So I would never say, um, anxiety is good, just like stress isn't good, but a healthy amount, a healthy amount doesn't, um, it, it doesn't stop me. Depression stops me right in my tracks while anxiety will, under the right amount, it at least pushes me forward to the next step. Even if it's through fear and worry, it at least keeps me moving for the most part. And so both of these things, um, as far as uh, depression and anxiety are concerned, they can have a dramatic dramatic influence over my sleep. And so that's why it's been so important to maintain healthy habits, uh, maintain good routines. And so even when I may not feel like it, or even when I may not have the willpower, I've already programmed my body to do the right things. So my body feels tired at 1030, whether I'm depressed uh, depressed or um, whether I'm anxious. It feels tired at 1030 because I have made it routine and kept that routine going. It gets up and out of bed at, at five because I've made it a routine. 
not because of what I'm thinking when I get up. And that has been, I know they say mind over matter, but a lot of times it's matter over my mind when it comes to my my mental health and well-being. It's often getting myself to do do the things in spite of what's going on in my head. That's been that's been the the key thing. So that is all I will say for now. Uh, as always, thank you for listening.